Hi, Dr. Stern. This is my Con Through 25 final. Um, for my final, I did an interview with Cassidy Huff, which you are about to hear the edited version of in just a moment. Um, she is a singer, actress, performer with multiple disabilities, and she is just, you know, trailblazing in the entertainment industry. So you will hear her name again, mark my words. Um, and just remember that I introduced you to her before she blew up. So when you hear her on the Tonys or whatever, you could say, oh yeah, that's the one Devin did her final with. Um, and we talk about what the problems are in the industry as far as accessibility goes, what we can do to make it better, the stigmas around disability in the entertainment industry, representation, all of that. So I hope you will enjoy. And yeah, just enjoy the podcast, my final. So hi, Cassidy. Tell us about yourself, and then we'll get started. Hi, my name is Cassidy Huff. I'm an 18-year-old singer-songwriter, uh, actress, voiceover artist, podcaster, disability rights activist, college student, and I do a little bit of everything under the sun. I'm also a musical theater nerd, and I'm really honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us about how you first got into the entertainment industry and please tell us the Rascal Flatts story because I think that's so cool. <laughs> Everybody wants to hear the Rascal Flatts story. Um, yeah, so I always kind of knew, as cheesy as it sounds, cliche as it sounds, that I was going to be an entertainer. I'd always, as I think every young kid does, danced around in the living room and put on shows for my family and, you know, at, uh, celebrations and the holidays and stuff like that. And um, so I always knew that, like, I loved performing and that's where, you know, music really played a huge role in my life when I was in and out of the hospital. And Rascal Flats played a huge role in my life because um, I had memorized the way to the hospital and knew immediately that we were going, even if nobody said anything in the car. So I would scream my head off because I associated the hospital with pain and surgery. And um, anytime my mom would turn on Rascal Flats, I would stop. And so, my mom quickly realized that music was the only thing in those kinds of panic attack anxiety episodes that came through to me. So, so tell us what accessibility issues that you've noticed in the entertainment industry and then I'm going to cite some resource to support all that. Absolutely. Um, I personally have noticed so many accessibility issues. I mean from websites not being accessible um, in the arts industry, like theater websites not being accessible um, to, you know, when you're going to a show and people don't want to accommodate. Um, and even when you are a performer, I'm, backstage is not accessible. And being somebody who doesn't have depth perception, it's a little hard to see backstage when all the lights are up. And, you know, I mean, 
there are stairs everywhere and a lot of theaters get away with this because they're historical landmarks, they're historical buildings. But something needs to change in the industry because we're still not accepted as performers and we're still being oppressed and not represented in the media. So what factors like um, besides like the buildings aren't accepted, like what societal factors like do you think have led to that? I don't know. You mean have led to disabled people not being equal in society? Because I think it's um, this uh, societal discourse and it's society largely does the, um, like looks at disability through the medical model, which is according to going, it is, let me find it here. Okay. Uh, uh, it is looking at the individual's um, impairment, like as their disability, whereas we need to look at it at the social model, which is um, clearly distinguishes between the terms disability and impairment under the social model. The word impairment is used to refer the actual disability and the disability is what we're denied because of the impairment. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It does. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that, you know, for ever, for literally all of history, having a disability was a sign of weakness. And it was, and there's some societal myth that if you're physically disabled then you're obviously mentally impaired as well and then if you have an invisible disability you're not disabled at all and there's like there's pros and cons to each one but honestly i think we need to just cut out the whole well she has a disability therefore she's not human thing because we're humans we want the same things as everybody else does we need the same things and desire the same things as everybody else does and for some reason we're not seen in that aspect so do you think that that's largely due to the representation of um disabled people on television 100 percent. i mean watch literally any tv show any movie right now in the media does it accurately reflect the society that we're living in i mean most most things don't and um i found this really great article from the chicago but uh lighthouse i put links in the show notes to all these by the way and it said there are two general ways people with disabilities are stereotyped on television. One way is as a victim or helpless. This means that people with disabilities were portrayed as people that are sick and need to be cured. And once they were cured, they lived happily ever after. So that kind of speaks to like what you were saying. And also another way, um, they're being stereotyped as being labeled as inspirational or heroic for no other reason than having a disability. So kind of like, you're here for my inspiration type of thing. Yeah, 
like you're inspirational for simply existing, which is something that I say all the time. Like I am not inspirational for simply existing. Tell us about the inside joke you have in your family about that. Right. Um, so I const I mean, I go on stage all the time and I'm on interviews all the time. And my whole thing is I'm not inspirational for simply existing. So my family, because they make fun of me so much in a loving way, of course, and my friends, um, will call me inspirational for doing literally anything around the house as like a joke. So if I climb the counters to get something off the top shelf they'll be like wow Cass, that was so inspirational or if i'm talking about an assignment that i really hate and i don't know if i'm going to get in on time at the dinner table then everybody at the table is like wow she goes to school she's so inspirational just like us and i'm like i hate all of you i literally hate all <laughs> yeah <laughs> That can be funny when it's like from your family, but it's right. not very funny. If it's from anybody else, I'm like, oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> um, so what would you like to see as far as accessibility goes? And what can like TV people and showrunners and EPs and all yeah. those people do to make their... I would love to work in an industry where a script is handed to me and the character that I'm supposed to be auditioning for doesn't say disabled in the character description. I want to work in an industry where it's not seen as inspirational for me to show up to work every day and do the exact same thing that everybody else in that field is doing. Um, and as far as what people in the industry can do. I think that they just need to start casting people with disabilities in non-disabled and disabled roles, because that's part of the problem is I am cast right now and I understand everybody needs to start from somewhere, right? But, and now, you know, I, I am starting to see a change because I've been so vocal about it, but for a long time, I was only, being reached out to with auditions um, that, you know, casting directors would reach out to me and go, hey, can you audition for this role? And I'm like, yeah, let's look into it. And then I look into it and it's a wheelchair user or it's, you know, somebody who's half blind or half deaf. Like, obviously I fit that criteria, but I don't want to be known as the disabled actress. I want to be known as an actress, you know? So I think it's just that, just aud auditioning, people with disabilities and putting people with disabilities and performers with disabilities in the public eye in not an inspirational way. Um, okay, well, that was great, Cassidy. Thank you for coming on. I know this was short, but it's a final project. So, you know, it has to be like- Thank you so much for having me, Devin. I really appreciate it. I will send you a message if we need to like re-record anything or great. like if we need to uh, do anything but yeah you were great thank you and I will have the links to, to the two articles I mentioned in the show notes yes uh, please thank you just, just um just look for those in the show notes I will see you guys later bye